0: Yeah, yeah, yeah you raised up in the city, that's Papa, where you from? Your daddy from the village, he building you a home. I know you young and pretty, hold on, it's not for long when you talking to a man. Let's have Papa involved. I want you to be a lady, a lady of best of all. Just promise you won't put too many drills in the wall. Don't care where you at, you not no city girl. Your Papa Universal, they play me around the world. Getting paid in euros and never been to the store. Life I made for you is the life of an open door. You hear things like a woman, I see things like a man. Let me finish
1: what I'm saying. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Salim, JTM Salim. You are now tuned in to another episode, another conversation right here on Big and Busy Media. The song that you just heard, it's actually a single from my latest EP called Selling Love for a Living. This one is Free Hugs. It's the first song that I wrote for my future daughter. I pray that you enjoy it. Head over to Movementsound.org. Again, that's Movementsound.org. We're talking music.
0: We're talking merch. We're talking books, interviews, radio promotion. Whatever you need, you can find it at Movementsound.org. Now,
1: enough about me. Let's actually bring our guest up. Hello? Yep, I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Nice, nice, nice. How's your day going?
2: yeah um they're in the office now just on a side hustle before I do this open mic. I host open mics every Tuesday in the city. Mm. So busy day, but yeah, always making time to talk to some people who are fans of the music.
1: That kind of gets me into my first question to be honest cuz I think I was watching your um I was on your, you know, your Instagram looking at it just taking in everything. Love the content by the way. Um Thank you. With everything we're just talking about right now i want to ask like you know some artists i believe they battle between should i have a job or should i just go all in to my music what's your take on that
2: i mean you are who you are no one can tell you how to be the best version of yourself so if it's yeah. too much for you then obviously you know take some things out of the backpack and carry on your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but never feel like you have to make drastic decisions, especially when you're in a career that's ongoing, whether you're having a job or not having a job. You just got to do what makes you happy, but also what makes sense. Yeah. Um, I say this as an adult because as a kid, I quit many jobs because I wanted to be just a full-time rapper. But, you know, um, eventually the kid has a kid of his own and becomes the adult that has to make the right decisions while pursuing the passion. Yeah. That being said, I do both.
1: Man. Look at that now I love that to be honest, I definitely agree with you coldheartedly i um coming up I've been um i I've quit many jobs as well. I've had the opportunity to be a uh, job free for six months and just live off of my business but well, when you're younger, you don't really focus on benefits as much as you know you should like you know dental vision health, and like you said, you got your own kid too, so I'd like to ask um. Yeah how important i guess i would say is fatherhood to you and how has it impacted
2: um fatherhood is everything honestly that's that's the way of the girl dad at least that's speaking from my point of view um i was the one of the first amongst my friends to have a kid so it was a lot of you know missing out on going out partying and hanging out with your friends and you're a dad you got to be there for a life that didn't have to be there so Mm -hmm. It was it was a point in time where i was very very motivated to do my music and it scared me a little when i realized i was having a kid because a part of me felt like you know once you have that responsibility you gotta make that you know your main thing put the yeah. put the dreams away at least that's what my mindset told me until so, you know the mother of my child told me the same time of knowing she was pregnant like this should make you want it more this should make mm. you go harder with your passion and your dreams So it it was everything for me to have that realization for myself. Like, no, we can push the bar higher. We just got to know what our purpose is in life. I love that. Yeah. For me to hear that from somebody else's point of view, I'm somewhat of a student of perspective when it comes to people's point of view. Yeah. I try to consider all of them when I make my decision for self, not to say like I'm controlled by everybody, but I want to see every angle of the picture to know exactly what I'm looking at, you know?
3: Yeah.
1: But talking about um, perspectives, right? I know some people wanted you to drop a diss song. Now, did you really believe, like Jack Harlow was talking about you on that on that song with his uh? What song was it? Um, what is it? First class. Uh, the first
3: class. Yeah.
2: Um. So the thing is, I heard that bar like 2022, summer 2022, when I first heard it. Mm-hmm. And I work in a corporate office, so when I heard it, I didn't give it the energy of like oh he dissed me or anything yeah. like that but i felt like it was a good tip on the hat to say like you know fan of you before still a fan of you now so if he was talking about me i know it's a good measure to say yeah. i still respect you because me and him i'm not gonna say we're close but we've been around each other and to know each other's stature and not try to look down on one another to know that we both are very much students of this game that is rap so we we, we try to Make sure Louisville looks good by making each other look good every time we're in each other's presence. Yeah. So that that could be simply that, and I left it at that. You know, I don't try to hang on a coattail or anything, but it's enough where if you've got a lot of people coming to you about the same thing, yeah, it's only a matter of time before they're expecting a response, and my response was simply that video instead of going in the studio route and trying to make a dance or clap yeah. back like. Oh, he was a smart guy. He was a smart kid. You know, I met him when he just graduated high school. So even yeah. then, he was Bugs Bunny witty, like it was something like that. Where I just had to take note and say, no, he's he's different. <laughs> he's yeah. different. Yeah, but Man. I mean that that shows with the work ethic. That's
1: beautiful. I personally have my own Jack Holloway story as well. I think he's an amazing person. He um he definitely put me onto my first show here in the city. So the fact uh, that you didn't take that perspective of actually dissing him was great. And I loved the, that content that you posted. It was very inspirational for me as well. Um, yeah. Talking about, you know, just being around other people in the industry, what was that moment for you that said, hey, uh, this is what I should be doing. Like music is something I can actually do. Um, honestly,
2: those moments were a lot more defiant yeah. of being against me when the odds felt against me that's when I was ready to show and prove I think those were the moments that I knew like not necessarily to be exaggerated, but to be true of what I have a purpose for and say yeah I'll die for this yeah. this, this is something I, I, I'll die for that and it's you know as a kid there was not too many things I was good at music being one thing I knew I was good at I wanted to sharpen that you know that that wouldn't stick until it was the sharpest knife I had I like that Yes.
1: yeah i love yeah, so your wordplay just, by the way too
2: yeah my analogy is what kind of gives me life I, i'm big on philosophy my favorite philosopher is probably bruce lee because his analogies, is even to a kid like me at the time of first seeing him on tv yeah. it was like everything to take in and say no this guy is more than just a fighter he's somewhat of a, a a wanderer life and you gotta look at that in every way you go about it
1: it sounds like you know no matter what you're gonna keep going with your music and it seems like you've been doing it for a while. How long have you been doing
3: it?
2: Uh, Writing at age of seven. Recording my first song at 13. My first deal at 17. 29 now. <laughs> so for a while.
3: I guess no. you Okay.
1: Okay. I mean, you know, the longer you do something, that means you mastered. I'm sure you've been doing it over a decade.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A decade ain't some change.
1: Sound, that, that's why so you I sound amazing. That makes sense
2: yeah, yeah, yeah I mean I, I had some good mentors around me for sure
1: yeah wow okay so honestly hold on hold on we got to back this thing up tell the people your name and where they can find you
2: yeah my name my name is Baron Lee uh you can find me pretty much off that google search alone instagram youtube twitter uh b-e-r-r-a-n I know it's spelled a little funky but I blame the doctors in Germany when I was born there uh so <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, but I'm pretty easy to search. People used to call me Bee Lee. Um, yeah. That's pretty much where the Jack Harlow song came about. That was on Year at a Youngin. Um, I wanted to go through a, a change because there was just so many B. Lees, like 9 or 10 when you went on iTunes. Yeah. There was only one Baron Lee because, once again, my name is spelled a little funky. That makes it unique at the same time.
1: Man, I like that. Um, Talking about yeah. Germany, I, I don't want you to just you know pass that like I didn't hear. it. Tell me about the transition from Germany to the U.S.,
2: I hated it, and it was like <laughs> honestly, I was I was there for a brief moment. I was a military brat, so yeah. you know we would go back and forth. Um, but until my conscience kicked back in, we would go back to Germany twice, two more times after I was born there. Yeah. Um, I went to Heidelberg, Wiesbaden. And I spent first and third grade there. On um, second grade, I went back to Georgia when my mom had gone to Iraq for a year. That was her mm-hmm. tour. Uh, but yeah, right there, back there, it was funny going back to Germany on that plane and going back to the same school and everything. So you wow. go missing a year and they see you in a PX, it's like, Barry, I'm like, I'm back. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool just to take it from there.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you for your service, bro. And, um, what's one lesson from the army that you, uh, walked away with that you still remember or use today?
2: Yeah. Center match, bro. That's, that's kind of the terminology from people of my stature in that unit I come from. Uh, when they tell you to center mass, it's just telling you to focus. When you when you focus in on something you truly desire, no one's going to stop you, or nothing could really stop you either, unless mm. you yourself are that opponent to stop yourself in fear.
3: Mm. Um,
2: but when you center mass and you zero in, they're gonna let, you're going to be in prone position shooting that M16 down a range of maybe 25 to 300 meters. There, mm. you have to hold that breath, breathe through slowly to catch that center mass. Your hands will shake if you hold your breath too long. Wow. But if you breathe slowly, everything is gonna be your reality. It is what it is. Release fire.
1: Mm. Man, it sounds like you have like a warrior's mindset, bro. And um I wanna say like besides let's say your, you know, your mindset, your um your ah mm. Your wordplay, what else gives you the it factor, you'd say, from other uh, artists?
2: I don't even look at the it factor to be like a real thing unless you believe in it. I mean, yeah. if you, you got to believe in yourself at the end of the day. If you know what you want in life, you got to talk that talk and walk it too to let people know like you're not to be played with or, yeah. or taken as a joke. It's hard for me to tell people what I charge for features, which I'm not going to explain on here, but (laughs) it's everything for me to to say, yeah, I've done this and you can do the research for that and I'm still doing it. And that alone lets you know, like, I I take this very seriously. I, Um. I don't BS on anything. I used to be the guy to be late to, you know, things that were important to people, like my best friend's wedding or shit like that. But one thing that they always knew about Baron is he's not missing a show. And mm. if he's there, he's there early.
3: Because
2: mm. this is mm. what I knew I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm.
1: You know, I love your answer, bro. You said a people person, right? Correct me if I'm wrong.
2: No, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely see myself as that. I was the youngest out of two siblings, like my sister, and then it was me. So she's yeah. two years older than me. But taking that for what it is, you know, divorced family, broken family, whatever you want to call it, boo-hoo, sad story, black American dad story. Yeah, And you, you got to be the kid that makes everybody smile because as the youngest sibling, that's kind of your job. So from there, I, I'm a class clown. I've been that way. I don't try too hard to make people laugh because it's naturally that I have a brightness that I see in my daughter. Yeah. And I know it, I have it because she gets a lot of those characteristics from me. So it's wild seeing a, a miniature version living vicariously through you and vice versa.
1: Man. Man, you i mean we ain't even been talking for that long you didn't already made me smile laugh and just inspired me already so i could already see it bro and um hmm. i like the answer people person because i truly believe it doesn't matter what field we choose it's all a people's business and if you're not good with people you can't really have a good business you know
2: yeah absolutely i think um for artists we have to get out of that mindset of being in our own head yeah. and with that we constantly are looking at numbers we're constantly looking at comments we're constantly looking for likes 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 and it's like when's the last time you actually spoke to somebody mm. or interacted or or Talk heavy. physically <laughs> yeah because my whole thing is like yeah i love music yeah i love rap and wordplay and philosophies and whatnot but what makes me feel like everything is worth it is the shows mm-hmm. i live for the shows that's why i'm doing so many of them And a lot of it is, like, for free because I have my publishing backed up. I do my paperwork, so I'm going to get paid whether you pay me or not. Mm
3: -hmm. But
2: it is, like, the thing in that nature is, yeah, I want to help the next generation because it's been two generations I've been peeping. The last one said I was pretty good and gave inspiration. Now there's a new one that's watching me all brand new. Mm. And with that, I have to be a people person because I'm still a student of the game. I didn't master anything, but the hours I put in to know that this is what I want which is mm. 10,000 hours if you ever want to master anything. Word to oh, break, yeah. Sleep. yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. This is like everything for me to say, yes, I'm still a student, even though I put so much time in. And people take that for what it is and say, wow, I'm inspired by this. I yeah. want to do something about this. How can I get where you are? Come to a show. Mm. Pull up on a Tuesday. That's what I'm doing right now. I want to see whether you're a superstar or nobody recording in your mom's basement like I was 10 years ago to know that you are welcome in this realm that is Louisville, Kentucky for music. Yeah. No one from Brooklyn just asked me what the scene was. I said, beautiful, because everybody is free to come through and do something about it. No one is, there's no gatekeepers out here. I'm going to make yeah. sure of that. That's my goal in life.
0: <laughs> I
1: love that, man. So you're, you're doing the shows here in Louisville, Kentucky.
2: Yeah, I, I got a couple of them, man. They're they're all lined up. My real goal after doing that, because I got like 15 in Louisville alone, yeah, to try and, you know, expand a little out of state, do some here and there. I've done a lot back in the years. I took like a year hiatus. That's why it's kind of refreshing for people to hear my voice again, which I'm glad because I didn't want to be that guy that's just oversaturated in, mm-hmm. in the game. And, you know, you're just here as a, a hometown hero. I want to do things out of state, like I said. Um, but I also know I have to interact with the people who are new to the scene. Everyone who sees me, it's, it's love and hugs because they know how the energy is with me. I just want to make people laugh. I want to make sure we all cool and no one's trying to start no ruckus that's, you know, fatal to somebody who might just want to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the ugly and I've seen the great. I want to keep it great, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I personally am fasting right now, but I'm really, really excited to see you perform um you said Tuesdays what time
2: uh Tuesdays I try to get there like my thing is I'm not the artist you, you're going there to see yeah. you, you should be looking at everybody else that's just there to give it a go of because you course. might get started. I went there I went there last Tuesday when I first decided to pop out because they wanted me to you know just perform and I was like cool and it wasn't until I started seeing all the people, not only who I invited, but the people who showed up on their own whims to say, yeah. no, I do this too. And their performances, man, blew me away. Uh, shout out to Destiny Ray, uh, one of my homegirls from like, I Am Royalty affiliation. Mm-hmm. But she had a song that she's like promoting. And when she was singing it, bro, I had to close my eyes so, to keep from crying. Mm. It, was, it was his like that, like on a, I feel like there's a Holy Spirit that hits me in music alone. That might not even be gospel. But because I can hear the percussion in the 808s and all that in the beats, I can hear the lyrics and the substance that's being said. I feel the delivery that makes me feel like you're not just reading it, but you feel in me mm. what you say. Those are the things that make me say, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this because it's still talking to me. Mm. If it Gosh. didn't talk to me, I wouldn't do
1: it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, but I really... I can't wait. Of course, I want to perform, but I really just want to see everybody else do their thing. I love watching musicians live their dreams in real life, bro. And
2: yeah, and you still perform? I take that?
1: Of course. Of course. I love okay. performing. Well, with...
2: Yeah, man. Pull up. We're at Melt 502, uh, right down Barstown Road, not smack dab in the Highlands, Barstown Road. That's why it's Trying to get more attraction now i'm here to help with that i know the owner of the venue i know the yeah. dj soon to be my official dj just because we worked so well together in the last yeah. show um all that being said we we do this every tuesday man so if you can't make it this week pull up next week
1: but i know right after uh, ramadan's over i'm definitely in there like swimmer, and i'm i'm excited i'm glad it's right here yeah. in louisville for sure
2: yeah louisville has a lot of attractions man that's not just one uh I'm also in touch with the Louisville Vibes, uh, with Sasha Renee and them. Yep, yep, they be doing yep. it every Thursday. Um, we actually got that one next, so I got one Tuesday and I got one Thursday. I'm going to be opening up for the artist, the best artist competition, remixing and covers allowed, um, $1,500 on the line for that. I'm just headlining, making sure the, the show and the good music is still pushing. Peace.
1: Man. So how do you, bet? like, is there a such thing as work-life balance? Talk to me, man.
2: I was just talking about that with my coworker today. today. Um, they were asking me how life was going outside of work. And I told them, like, I just did two shows. I'm up seven shows for the year so far. Plenty more to go. Um, with that, I also feel like, you know, I want to spend more time with my kids. Mm-hmm. But she's also loving the attraction that's coming off of me just doing music because she has that heart for it. When, when I catch her, like, nodding on beat to herself, and I was just like, oh, yeah, you got it, kid. Like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what she becomes. And I think that's, like, balance within itself that makes you say, no, stay on it because mm-hmm. she's watching you. And that's the most important part. Yeah, you can make it. Yeah, you could be the next whatever or whoever. But your kid is always going to look at you like you're everything. And I think that's the motivation I needed from the start. Someone who's going to just be there for me unconditionally, whether I'm the good guy or the bad guy to the world, she's always going to know I'm her dad.
1: Mm, you got me excited to be a father, bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's beautiful. Man, it's, a beautiful thing. it's a
1: beautiful thing. Man, let's. Uh, I'm about to cry right now, so let's let let me let's uh, change the direction of the conversation <laughs> real quick. I'm gonna say this: uh, Do Black Lives Matter or All Lives Matter?
2: Um, that's tough from a student' perspective, man. But I would say Black Lives Matter because I was out there protesting with them
3: mm-hmm. uh,
2: when the time was up. Um, but now that things have calmed down a little bit, um, I know it's some situations still happening, While as we speak, that's unjust for police brutality and, mm-hmm. you know, such as, but yeah, do I say black lives matter every day? Cause I, I walk in that. I talk mm-hmm. in that. I believe in that. I stand by that. There are friends and family who I watch after who are the same pigmentation as me. And for anybody to feel like that doesn't matter, you're a traditionalist and you need to get with the times. Yeah. There, there's not too many people out here that's going to be as you know articulate as me to talk about what we're really trying to make better in this world. Other people are moving in a sense of infuriation. I can't be inferior because I know my daughter. I'm a girl that she's going to have to know how to move like she's smart enough to know to carry her emotions inside and not out. Some mm-hmm. people are carrying it outward, and, and that's why it's hard for me to say Yeah, you know, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. Everybody has a mood. A mood is going to shift everything for that moment in which you make history. And and if you are someone who is looking just to take care of their family, by all means, do what you can to protect it. But if you stand for something, you know, that's bigger than family and it's the world that's going to say, if if I don't make a stand right here, the rest of the world is going to look at it like we didn't care.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: that's when I say, yeah, Black Lives Matter because we have to care about the situation that has to do everything with us in our community.
1: We all know that all lives matter, but the like, who's really going, like, I don't want to say anybody's struggles is worse than anybody else's, but the focus was Black Lives and when people start saying all lives matter, it's like you're taking away from the yeah, thing that we're all you're, focused
2: you're, on. You're right now. it down. You're, you're playing yeah. it down. to feel like you're not, we're not enough Mm -hmm. for the for the topic of discussion and that's been our entire lives so it's hard for me to say a simple statement like black lives matter which is a coin that is flipped into a white funding by the way a Mm -hmm. lot of that was like played backwards to say no we can't even call our own without copyright to somebody else saying yeah no this is us this is ours too (laughs) so i don't i don't believe in you know just saying it i believe in acting and living that life to say that, yeah, my life matters. But how you carry yourself is what explains if a black life matters or not. True. If you went into that ignorant, I don't know if I'm cursing or not on Go here. Go ahead, man. man. I don't know what Go, ahead.
1: Go crazy. Yeah, don't hold like, back.
2: I, I mean, if you're a fuckboy who's having nigga moments and you <laughs> love that shit and you live for that shit, I hate to say it, but like a dragonfly, your lifespan is very short. It's, mm. it's not going to carry you out to say, you know, I'm doing the best I can. Sometimes that's an excuse so you can do the worst you can in the most dumbest way where you just get the, the long lashings of it in the long run where you're like, I don't know why this keeps happening to me. Yeah, you do, because you keep doing the same dumb shit. That's the definition of insanity right there.
3: Mm. The
2: same thing, expecting a different result. Thus, change your habits. That's what I had to do. I I used to be the loser who, who got drunk and blamed everybody for, for shortcomings. And then I put the bottle down, took a back to look at the picture a little brighter and bigger and say, Oh no, I know what I have to do. Now I work out Monday through Friday, sometimes seven days a week. Woo! I write more music than ever. I, you know, I get invited now to the places where they're like, yeah, he probably won't show up. Yeah, maybe a year ago I wouldn't. Now I walk in a room with eight people we'll and make sure my bar is the sharpest.
3: Mm. No, so I'm once not. again,
2: That's I, beautiful. I, so I have a thing that I'm trying to like let people know about what my style is because i treat music like a martial art within itself my style is saying surf so you have a saying and you have a surfer a saying is somebody who's going to be a competitor you're going to battle your way through everything you technically have the sharpest bars and lyricism there is that's why i won lyricist of the year 2016 Mm -hmm. so i take that and i and i believe in that but a surfer is simply something of more melody you gotta be melodic technically you write your own hooks half the time because you know you got it like that Mm. a surfer is someone who just goes with the current knowing you're at the right place at the right time and it sounds good not so much of worrying about being the best but just having the best moment you have
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and i think i gotta carry both of those realms when making quality good music that lasts a long time if not a lifetime
1: yo that was amazing surfer and what, what was the other one
2: uh, saying so they call me the Saiyan surfer because I'm both. I believe you're a Saiyan, or you're a surfer or you could be a hybrid, which is a Saiyan surfer or a surfer saying, whichever comes first. Mm. I had to be a battle rapper first and then realize I can do more with melody. Brought to you by Weed, and that was a lot for me to say. Okay, we can do this and do both. Mm-hmm. I, I can I can get with the the boom bappers and the the mumble rappers and let them know I'm I'm dapper. I can do both.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I like that, because sometimes you do got to surf, especially um, when it comes to, like, just getting the masses, you know? And when it comes to those songs, like, for me, I remember, because um, I started off as a rapper as well, and then and then I kind of evolved into, like, Afro, and I kind of, like, sing and everything. I still rap, too, but that surfing is different, man. It just makes people move, you know?
2: Yeah, it's everything to make the crowd move. That's what makes the M C the M C. You gotta move the crowd. So so I I came from a good background that was different from a lot of other ones because I went to an all white high school. Um, with that I didn't have a lot of opportunities as a rapper besides them buying my music because I let Mm -hmm. you know white people do support black music. It's definitely to do with their suburban communities at the time. (laughs) Uh, But coming from that influence of saying, yeah, no, they were willing to let me open up for their local rock bands. And I got to see how white people moved amongst white people. And it was Mm. like, okay, well, I just got to stand out more, speak about more things, and maybe maybe spice up the punchlines here and there. That was my main thing. And from there, I I remember I used to make up remixes on the fly and sell them as mixtapes like every month. Wow! So, um, yeah. and uh, I, I remember I had the You're a Jerk remix, and that's when, like, really went crazy in high school. I used to say stupid shit like, you know, I ain't a jerk, but I can be. I used to ride a skateboard, now a Camry. I Oof. had a flip phone, but I really didn't like it. Homie Brentford hooked me up with a sidekick. Like I used mm. to say shit like that, and that's like sophomore year, high school, 2010.
1: Bro, I gotta ask, man: catalog of music or hit songs?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call them hit songs, but I like them still. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, for anyone who has a good ear that's similar to mine, I can appreciate it. But I don't want to take the ego. I want to take the ego out of our music that's being created. Yeah. A lot of the times, we don't get it to the masses because we feel like we deserve to be up higher. Mm. And I'll say this while I'm on your stage or on your on your show, I'm humbled by life. Life has humbled me enough times to know that I wasn't supposed to be. Where I thought I was supposed to be, because I still had a lot more character development to gain.
3: Yeah. Ooh. So
2: people. That's yeah, good. They, they like to compare, man. They like to compare out here. I, I don't like comparing things only because not because I feel like I'm de- the best or better than whoever you compare me to, but because simply we all run our race and we just try and keep our blinders on to make sure we're doing it the best we can.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard. I was so statement.
2: I Go ahead. No, no, you're good. I
1: was just saying, it's not enough. Man, I heard um, a statement. One of my mentors has, says a lot to me was sometimes people reach a level that their character cannot sustain. So they get up there and they fall right back down, you know? Oh, man.
2: Yeah, I agree completely.
1: It's crazy. So, um, what is, then? what does success look like to you in music? I mean, honestly,
2: happiness um making sure that i don't have to work for anybody but myself music wise and that makes a living itself um i can do all things for music because i realized for the longest of years i made the past music i've mm-hmm. slowly but surely been manifesting the things i've said so Ludacris was like my favorite rapper first that made me want to like write everything um but after saying that, it was like, he said this one bar and it stuck to me. He was like, man, when I when I say it, I either done it or it's about to happen. That's what he his music.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes,
2: Oh, wow. And as a kid, I heard As a kid, I heard it. I, I was like, wow, no, yeah, some people are manifesting. And, you know, I dig into all the things that might connect the dots, like your zodiacs and your astrology, numerology. I was born on 1111, so you do the math. I don't know.
3: Hey, mm-hmm. Mm -mm -mm.
2: i know you
1: said you you signed a record deal when you were 16 correct me if i'm wrong
2: uh 17 right before i graduated high school yeah
1: what was that like because i know all rappers dream about that
2: um so it was a development contract i can talk about it since it's like over and done with Um, and from there the label i signed to which was an independent label it wasn't nothing major it was just the local guys that was doing big things in the city Mm-hmm. And they liked what I was doing, so they wanted to push my music. They paid for all the studio time, music videos, shows, merch, all that. And I would just get that exposure because the development contract is just getting me and heard.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. What is the difference between the music industry and the music business to you?
2: I mean, it's kind of both on the same side of the coin. Yeah. The music business is just. Knowing what your publishing is, knowing that you're getting paid for everything, you're distributing for yourself, don't sign to nobody if you feel like you can do it on your own.
1: I was saying some some artists do believe like you have to have a record deal or it's over or you have to, you know, um, get on these certain platforms or it's over. But no, I truly believe, honestly, all you need is a website.
2: A website, yeah. No, yeah. as long as you got a one-stop shop. So I walk around with uh Apple. I don't know if you ever heard of it. P O P L.
1: Yeah, and tell me about it.
2: It's um, it's like business cards and stuff like that. But I saw on the website, you know, when you can like tap it on someone's phone and take yep. you to the website. Well, I bought the wristband, and that was like twenty-five on my wrist. And so when they bring their phones out, all they do is tap my wristband, and it takes them to my website where they can see my merch, tickets to mm-hmm. my next show. Mm-hmm. You know, get all through the Apple Music, Spotify. You, and you're an artist, so when you're on the go, you just tap the listen go.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Man, so I hope you guys are listening, way. man. You got to get out there, man. Just show people why you're different. Don't ask why you're different. Just mm-hmm. show them because you're already doing something different.
3: Hmm.
1: Wow.
2: Now, if you if you try to be like everybody else, promise you're gonna fall like everybody else too. Oh yeah.
1: You gotta you gotta stand out because i mean everybody is doing exactly what it is that you want to do we're all gifted we're all talented so the only thing that's going to separate us apart is our work ethic great
2: agreed. agreed the work ethic is everything and as long as you're separating yourself from everybody but being a hundred percent yourself i mm-hmm. think that's why people get the notion very twisted um I've seen people who did the complete opposite. Yeah, they distanced themselves from everybody else by doing some wild shit. <laughs> and I just kind of turned off from that to say, well, you're, you're going the gimmick route. And I, yep. I refuse to be a gimmick. I refused. Mm. There were people who told me I didn't have an image. And they told me I was boring. What? And I said, fuck, my music is, yeah, no, this was like right in the crazy thing too. This was like a month. I was, I was with a team that was trying to get something off the ground, and one of the people, I'm not going to name them, but they were saying things like, yo, B, you could be so much more if you just weren't so plain dressed. Like so if, you, if you... change your wardrobe, or, you know, give a gimmick, bleach your hair, do something oh different. Oh, gosh. And I was just like, no, dude. For one, I'm in the military, so I wouldn't even be able to do half that shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: then two, I wear black... Like I'm Jay Z for like years and years straight. I don't have to do too much. So it's like for that it was a riff and I was just I didn't like it. I left the group chat when it when he said that. <laughs> and it was enough for me to feel like, you know, this is stupid. Why is yeah. why is that the main thing for guys who just wanna do something in the music business? Why do they have to dress like clowns and
3: nah. make hit
2: songs and, and basically be six nine? I don't wanna be that. Yeah. And I shit you not. The very next month, BET reached out. I was on Freestyle Friday.
1: See, being yourself,
2: being 100%, yourself, one hundred percent myself, rocking my own clothing of the brand that I made, Stitched it all, and 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 making that twelve-hour drive by myself up to New York, Manhattan,
3: hmm. and
2: it was it was and I and I gave the world the best of me, the best version I could give them for that time being. Now, could I say I could do it ten times better now? Yeah, because I never stopped. Mm-hmm. All of these things are just stepping stones for you to see where you can be. Not where you feel like you deserve to be, but where you can be. Mm-hmm. And you keep striving for that.
1: Mm-hmm. And don't it just feel so good just to be you?
2: Every day, brother. Every day.
1: <laughs> oh, God bless. That's amazing. All right, so what's um what's next for b Lee, man?
2: Uh, next, I... I don't know, get a (laughs) house? I don't know. Nice. I'm just trying to be better with communicating with people. Because as an artist, or let alone a rapper more specifically, you're already seen by the public eye as an asshole.
3: Mm -hmm. Like
2: nine times out of ten. Unless you're like one of the childish Gambinos in this world where everyone loves you, I guess, (laughs) you're going to be seen as somebody who's like, Nah, dude, you're a rapper. You probably rap about disrespecting women, Dang. Drugs, things of that like. And you might be right, but guess what? Even the women giggle at the songs I make about them. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's everything is perspective. I I call myself master of patience, but student of perspective, mm. because there are there are things that I know I can obtain if I'm patient, but also consistent. Mm-hmm.
1: You're very wise, bro. So,
2: uh, time's going to do that to you. You get humbled enough, you're going to know all the wisdom you need. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I say that all the say, Yeah, once again, I thought I was supposed to be on. There were many times where I came up close, but instead of going forward, I turned the opposite. To like, I would take stuff down from Instagram. I would delete YouTube videos. I removed mm. songs from platforms. Mm. When, when it was like, you know, people would come back and be like, what happened in this song? I deleted it. I'll re-release it later. I, I would tell people that all the time. I think I watched the of the Creator interview, and it gave me a lot of eye-openers, where it's like people really put their music on the internet just to mm-hmm. see how the consumers critique it, whether they tell you if it's dope or not. So you either keep it out or you take it down based on what the reaction is.
3: Mm. But isn't
2: that, isn't that good enough? Isn't the reaction good enough for the artist to say they see you and they hear you? Give mm-hmm. a fuck they wanna, what they want. It's what they got. Mm-hmm. And if you treat it like you're... I treat every project now like it's my baby. Because I already have a baby and I treat her like she's everything to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Same with my music because it comes from me. Literally. And I, and I have to make sure everything is not so much set in stone about this is hundred percent B. lee right here right now i mean yes but no that's not our goal that's not what we're telling ourselves we have to be when we create mm-hmm. we just have to make sure that the message is being heard for one and that we're we're holding ourselves to be a hundred percent in that mood mm-hmm. your, your your music is a mood so if you're in that mood don't half it. don't don't put one foot in and try to be cool put both feet in and say I'm 100% this mood for this song that we're recording right now
1: mm. respect to look at that
2: and yeah the next the next bar that comes is another mood let
1: alone I I usually re-release singles though especially if I'm dropping like a new EP or something but yeah. I, I have artists or I know artists that make music don't drop it just keep them to themselves well, how do you feel about that? How does it, how does that make you feel?
2: It's disappointing, only because I was that person. I definitely was yeah. that person. I have friends who are still those people, and you can you can you can tell them that they're doing it wrong, but there's really no wrong way. True. Like everyone's time is different, and if you're if you're worried about somebody else's race, it's only a matter of time before you trip up and fuck up your own.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Whoa, man.
2: I, like, I got another interview tomorrow, so I, I'm, I'm, this is the year for me of doing interviews and doing shows where there are no PR agents, there are no managers and presidents and CEOs watching how you talk. Cause as a kid, that's what a lot of it was. Mm. Um, Cause I, I was very spastic as a kid. I used to say spontaneous things out the mouth and sometimes it was bad when they was like, yeah, we're just gonna cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> It was everything for me now where I'm like, damn, I'm kind of glad I got that sense of like, you know, professionalism
3: because mm-hmm. I, I can
2: carry myself now a little bit like people are nervous behind cameras and microphones and things that's supposed to make them who they want to be. Yeah. Uh, but it's also like, how many times can you do it until you get comfortable? Mm-hmm. You just got to ask how many times I've been doing it.
1: How many times you been doing it?
2: I, I lost
1: count. Honestly, <laughs> that's a good answer. Though. <laughs> I mean, from the way you're answering these questions, bro, it already sounds like you've been doing this. This is who you are.
2: You know. I got I got in a cool space, and life is gonna do that for you. You you got to get in the space where you can actually breathe, where you can actually think. Um, I used to work in a warehouse where I hated everything, so I would keep my headphones in with the noise cancellation on.
3: Mm-hmm. and
2: just go through Beats. That's how you got songs like Cold Story, Dirty Lemonade, uh, Golden Child. I wrote a lot of these either in a car on the way to work or in the middle of a factory saying, I got to find a way out this bitch. And that that gave me all the information to say, no, yeah, 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 we got, we got more to show. But once you get in that space now, because I work like a corporate job, I live on my own. I'm a weekend dad, obviously, because you know, we co-parent in different households.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: it's like, that gives me all the time to work out, you know, make sure the music is there. Shit, bullshit if I want to. I'll smoke mm-hmm. out the house if I want to. But, like, but you got to be able to because I, I started, you know, realizing I was having a kid then moving in with my kid's mom in an apartment and then working nonstop so I could provide for my newfound family. Things like this make a natural black man nervous because you're mm-hmm. trying something new and it's fast paced. But you're not moving on your own time. You're moving on somebody else's. This was the cause of me to find out what anxiety is all about. Being somewhere where you feel like you're not supposed to be because you should be further by then. Mm. That's anxiety. To feel like you need to be somewhere when you're not in the present. Do you believe we
1: are where we're supposed to be? All the time?
2: Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Because that's fate. I think fate is something you can make which is manifestation on the highest degree i believe in but it also shows lack of faith
3: Mm
2: -hmm. so you're where you need to be the person that's sitting on the corner shaking his hand saying i need money help me can still help himself he just needs the perspective to know how to help himself
1: Mm. oh my goodness
2: i'll I'll gladly help you get a burger i'll gladly walk in this restaurant get you whatever food you want But I'm not going to help you tend to whatever addiction that's keeping you from being great. Mm -hmm. Mm. I've been there. I have my own ways of addiction. It might not be drug-related, but it was things that I knew is making me the worst version of myself, which I hated. Because I know who I am as a kid. I know who I am as a teenager. I definitely know who I am as an adult. I just didn't act upon those moments of trusting my gut. And, and that made me weaken a lot of times as a kid and a teenager. But as an adult, it's, it's really the time of us as rappers saying, yo, when we hit 30, it's over for us. We can't rap no more. We'll be 30. No, that sounds stupid. Music is a mood. Yeah. It's not an expiration date that sits in your refrigerator.
1: Oh. Man, that that I'm hits sorry. home, bro. That hits home.
2: Yeah, you got to wake up. We got to tap in. We got to tap in with ourselves more. Oh, I'll I tell you what, man, I, I, took, I took shrooms for the first time at the top of this year.
1: Talk to me about it, man.
2: For the first time ever, I was in for the ride. But you got to be like, you got to be at a low, but you still have to have a high mentally to say like, no, nah, I ain't all that bad. I'm someone who's always going to look at the cup half full. I'll never be a half empty ass nigga. Yeah. Thus, thus, I can still make do with what I have. A lot of people have more than me. I, I only have talent in marketing strategy. So when they be in my DM talking about yeah, you want to pay for this? No, you want you want to get the exposure for this? I am the exposure. Why am I paying for more of this? They'll find me eventually because mm-hmm. I'm at where I need to be. Mm-hmm. If, if you believe in your if you believe in your marketing, your planning, your team, whatever it is that's keeping you going, just don't look left and right trying to get that approval from people
1: that's how you fuck up your race. Yeah, you don't need no approval, guys. I hope y'all listening, cause I got, I got uh, you know people that listen around the world to the show. Some people, um, especially yeah, yeah. from Africa, and um, I know, I know that um, I come from a, a refugee camp. I know there are kids out there that's listening to right right now that also come from the same refugee camp that I come from. I was talking to one of them today on in my DMs. I was telling them, bro, you have everything you need to be successful. You also have the internet, bro.
3: You
1: just you just need a different perspective, and you got to understand that the information that you don't know is keeping you in the same place. You don't need approval. You don't need any of that. You just need to wake up and find the information, bro. Yeah, you know? you're preaching.
2: You're preaching on that one. It's, it's there for us. We just got to tap into it. Mm-hmm. It's a quick way for you to figure out how to go about it differently. We got all of these screens in front of our face.
3: Mm-hmm. All these
2: touchscreen things that's in front of our face. And we, we can also tap into the wrong things, the clickbait. The mm-hmm. thing that's going to push us further back instead of forward.
3: Mm-hmm. That's
2: why I kind of pay attention to what I digest. You know, I fill myself with a bottle of water. Twice a day, you know, I like to squeeze lemon juice in it because I hate just plain old water. I used to mm-hmm. be hella big on juice as a kid. And it's true what they say you know, the more water you consume, the easier it is for you to breathe. The, the wow. H2O oxygen is in it. And it ain't too much for you to get the minerals and the things for your, your well being and your mental space to be healthy. Because depending on what your eating habits are, it's depending on what your tolerance and patience is looking like, too. Mm.
1: talk to me about, about more about, about health cuz that's uh, you say yeah. you going to the gym you are talking about squeezing lemons and water <laughs> talk to me man not
2: even the gym though between yeah. you know and I me mean? not even the gym like people i tell people i'm finna go work out and they take it at that like i bet right, you better go to the gym i, I hate it. going to the gym i used to, i used to take like those little date gym days where you would take your significant other and go on a treadmill together mm-hmm. I would walk off and walk out and they'd be like what's wrong I'd be like you're breathing I don't I don't like it it's things like that that I hate
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
2: like, it sounds like an asshole move but I'm just very <laughs> hyperventilating even even as a military soldier I hyperventilated when I heard other people's footsteps other than my own running on the racetrack mm. and that was like Bro, I need, like, either, like, noise reduction headphones or I need to work out alone on my Batman shit. Not really on my Batman shit because I, I use a VR headset. I use the an Oculus, and it's, like, it sounds crazy because, like, man, this man uses a headset. What does that do? Everything. <laughs> I get the best cardio in the world. I got my little Creed game, so I'm boxing here. I got the Wii Fit, so I'm, like, you know, throwing combinations. Like, it looks like Guitar Hero, but you're throwing left hooks, right hooks, uppercuts. Mm jab 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 things like that and that's like I made the mental strategy of how to make my workouts the best each time I'll work out five days a week I'll burn a thousand calories per workout so say I get like a hundred calories and I'm in the middle of beginning my workout I get that hundred calories boom that's 10 sit-ups 200 calories boom turns into 20. so I'm gonna get to a hundred sit-ups when I get to that thousand calories that's beautiful yeah, you, no, said v- you said I, VR? Yeah, yeah, VR, Oculus, uh, the meta. So wow. I'm, in, I'm in the metaverse. You can add me on there, barely.
1: Now I got to get on the metaverse, man. Tell me about that.
2: It's a different world, man. Uh, my buddy, who I've known since, like, high high school year, sophomore year, actually, um, he works with me to this day. I got him a job there. And, um... Uh, He just dropped it off at my desk one day, the headset, the two controllers that came with it, and was like, yo, I'll let you use it just so you can get a feel for it. He let me borrow it for like four weeks. And even then, my daughter, who's only five, was playing it more than me. And that's when I knew, like, no, this is different. This is something that's not me sitting on the couch and just collecting back pain, but I'm actually active. I'm doing my my sit-ups, my push-ups. I got rock climbing, shooting games, ping pong. Mm. Just things that'll keep you like in the loop and active, and I think that's like so huge for our generation right now because we be indoors. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I ain't with indoors. I tell my kid to go outside and play like a normal kid.
1: Hmm. Were you a? Are you a introvert right. or uh, extrovert?
2: Depends on the mood in the, the day. Mm-hmm. If it's a sunny day, I'm an extrovert. I like talking to people when the sun's out shining. I'm smiling. If it's a rainy day, I need to get where I'm going. (laughs) I like, yo, you need to go. I don't even like the rain like that. The acid rain that passed by lately made me say, "Nah, the world's up." it it look apocalyptic at the time, but I doubt it's coming to an end. But it's a lot of cuts that we're going through. Like, like the world is just budgeting itself lately. Mm.
1: I love that man. Are you? Do you freestyle? A little bit. Cause you did say you were battling.
2: Yeah, I started. I had no choice. Like it, it wasn't something that I was like. I want to battle niggas. They just kept trying me for like. I'm a kind person. I'm. I'm like one of the sweetest people you'll meet, and I don't say that just to get on your good side. I said that because that's how I was raised. Um, but at the same time, when they say that kindness for a weakness, and you're kind of witty with putting words together, that's that's an opportunity to show how your defensive skills go.
3: mm Hmm.
2: And, you know, I've, there's never been a time where Barron Lee went after somebody. I don't go after somebody. I counter I, I counter shit, I counter shit. So yeah. if, if I'm blocking you, I'm bringing something back so you can feel it twice as hard as what you tried to make me feel. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I box. My dad box. I box. My sister does MMA. We come from a family of competitors.
1: You know I mean, it's true. From the way you take life, music, and everything, but I, I, I see it. I believe it. I hear it, you know? It's all about the journey.
2: You got you <laughs> to love the journey you're on, man. Like, I've done... I've worn a lot of hats. Let's put it that way. Whether it's a construction hat, a corporate with a tie on, military hat. it, yeah, man. just So many. I think that's going to just need a whole bigger interview to explain the life story. <laughs> but yeah. it, I, I, I'm glad I got all those angles to see how many times I can change over and be something else,
1: not just mm. what the world wants me to be. It has it definitely takes different? Has to be to be wherever it is that you want to be. I um, you know, I gotta ask you about my favorite line. Only smoke papers. I don't want that blunt. How <laughs> come? Why not the blunt man? What's going on
2: with the blunt man? The blunt is evil. <laughs> the blunt is the devil. <laughs> Blood is the devil. It's got you by your throat. Also, Mm. what the fuck is this? And it's like, cough it up, bitch. Like, it's just... It's not good for you guys. And I I say that because I've been the guy who who smoked pretty much the worst of the worst and the best of the best. Um, I don't cough when I smoke. I shouldn't have to cough when I smoke. Some people say, yeah, it gets you higher. Yeah, so does dying, I feel. Right. (laughs) Because you're leaving the earth. It's going to get you high, but not in the way you want. It's like... (laughs) Bro, I, I, I just can't. And I used to be like, I was really big on Wiz. So I could say I was like a student to what Currency and Wiz was trying to put out in the world. Because the message was successfully, re- it, it was reached. You reached yeah. me with that saying like, you know, we don't smoke blood, man. We smoke papers only. I thought that was cool. But I didn't know why until so I found myself like coughing my lungs out so much. Off mm. of the, the wacky tobacco that we would be fucking inhaling. I, did, I never smoked cigarettes. I thought that shit was weak. I used to smoke black and mild heavy, but I was also working at UPS stressing. So it was like things of that nature. It just knew like my body reacted and rejected it almost immediately when I would smoke bus, I would always have to go take a shit or, 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 you know, things of the nature that just didn't sit right with my body. Even like that with burgers, I can't eat beef anymore.
1: No, I relate, man. When your body tell you, Hey, uh, I don't want this. You got to listen because that was the same way with me. I was smoking the bunch, it was cool but my body was not wanting it. I had to make a change.
2: It's like saying you'll be sorry. You'll be sorry. And, and we'd be trying to like challenge our our bodies and what our gut is telling us half the time because we still want it mentally. Our mental is not stronger than our will half the time. Mm-hmm. The will is what your body is telling you you want. Your mental is just saying nah, we can, we can do this. We can outdo this. Mm-hmm. But when you need you it, you, you're going after
1: it. I'm having a near-death experience just to get high no. near-death.
2: <laughs> Man, enough, enough.
1: Enough is enough. Yeah, I, yeah. when I heard that, the whole song definitely, I have other lines that definitely connected, but when I heard that, I was like, yeah, yeah, that definitely hit for sure.
2: I, I had to tell people a lot of those times. When it, like, they've been inviting me to studio sessions lately. Yeah, and i'm like yo please tell me you got cones please tell me you got papers something i can roll if mm-hmm. not i'm just pulling up my own now, yep
1: because that's yep. how i like cones. Yep, you know me that's that's how i rock i got my i got my papers on me all the time because i don't even need to hit your blunt brother I have yours because they...
2: steve <laughs> <laughs> we got a smoke going in most definitely
1: but yeah we're going to late soon do you have any last statements any um any comments concerns just any questions uh, let's go
2: man flying nimbus out now nasty man part two out now those are my two singles i started this year with i was gonna push flying nimbus all year long and i still plan to but you know these songs they're 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 getting more creative they're getting more fun and i love me some fun so (laughs) from there we're just gonna we might just be putting out a new single every quarter like every Mm. three months so
3: Mm.
1: yo y'all know i'm gonna be pushing for a future bro so hopefully it happens organically I'm excited to be around you, bro. Um, For the people that's listening, tell them where they can find you one more time, bro. One more time.
2: Uh B as in boy. E as in echo. R, R, Romeo Romeo. Alpha, November. B-E-R-R-A-N. Lee, L-E-E. That's all you got to look up.
1: You guys heard it here. Follow him. Show him some love. It's your boy, Solemn, JTM Solemn. I'm going to leave you with this. To get big in life, you got to get busy. And it's the only way to live your dream in real life is to think bigger and get busier.
0: You know you can't fuck, together we still stand. Whenever you in your palm, get settled while you can't. Don't speak when I'm talking, let daddy finish what he's saying. Yeah, sometimes it's dark, sometimes it's bright. But that's life underneath the lights. You might lose hope if you lose sight. Here's a chance you can play this twice and I'm singing I eat